Welcome to Working Matters. I'm Claudia Rempel. And I'm Carl Edwards. Join the conversation on the web at boldenterprises.com. Carl, today we're continuing our series on making peace at work. This place we would like to love to go to, find ourselves hating to go to. And yeah, we're suggesting that there's something called making peace. So we've been talking a little bit about alternatives to the realities of what we're dealing with at work. And we talked about busyness and we talked about isolation and sort of some alternatives to that being finding a rhythm and, you know, with isolation to work on our collaboration with our workplace and with others. And today we're talking about making excuses or everyone don't even know if we make excuses. There are excuses to why sometimes work is hard. And that's right. Ooh, that's a great distinction. Let's start with that because... These things that go on around us do happen. Processes can be cumbersome and bureaucratic. People can be problematic and troublesome. And schedules change. All sorts of things happen. And what we want to do is find a way to make peace with them and find something that works. One alternative that we're suggesting doesn't work is turning those real things that happen into an excuse for yourself. So I guess that would mean like, I hate work because X and X and X. Like I hate work because my boss is an idiot. I hate work because my coworker is a jerk. I hate work because, you know, they don't give me the tools that I need to get the work done when I need to get it, et cetera. Those are maybe realities. Those are realities. But if we start using them to let ourselves off the hook or what we might be able to do, what we could do, how we might show up, that's when it becomes an excuse. So. I can't get something done because in addition to being responsible for getting a certain amount of paperwork done by the end of the month, I have to answer the telephone and be interrupted constantly. Well, that's an excuse. The reality is those two things don't mesh well. Something that's intermittent like telephone calls and something that's um, scheduled like a monthly deadline for paperwork. But the excuse is because of that, I can't do it or I won't do it or it's hard on me. And we are letting ourselves off the hook of finding alternatives that work for us, which, you know, we had suggested in some of the other shows. What we're then suggesting is instead of making these excuses, is deal with this reality and be intentional about what you do. Exactly. To get it. <laughs> exactly. So that's our alternative. Instead of making excuses and letting yourself off the hook, be intentional. And why we use that word, it sounds a little vague, but instead of just saying deal or find something, um, to intend something is you can pick something. I intend to have customers get off the phone with me feeling that they were heard, that their request was um, going to be met, and to know what's going to happen next. There's an example of naming something that you intend to happen. Same with your deadlines. I intend, I'm going to work to finish a pile, a certain pile of forms a day before they're due so that I have a little wiggle room should something happen. You can choose that intention. Now, as life, as real life happens and your intention, what you intend gets complicated with other people and strange circumstances, you don't have to lose the intention. And so then you are more just dealing and finding alternatives, as we were suggesting in last week's show, to those complex realities. Well, it strikes me that when we make excuses, we're trying to let ourselves off the hook. So we're trying to then not, you know, blame ourselves for maybe some, something amiss in our work life, in our work Mm -hmm. situation. But it strikes me that that kind of makes us powerless. And what we talk about a lot is how 
it's true. There are ways in which we may not have authority to do certain things, but we're certainly not powerless in our work situations. And that's the irony of the attraction to making excuses is it backfires. Just like you said, we end up powerless and we keep giving all the power to everything else. It's their fault. They have more choices or this happened to me or that happened. We, you know, we're like this powerless victim of, um, in a crazy world. So we end up in a worse situation by making excuses than if we try to think through and come up with alternatives for facing not everything, but our part in whatever the little odd situation was. Yeah, and it strikes me that being intentional sort of gives us back what we can control. And what we've talked about, that we talk about it so many times, is what we can control is ourselves. Exactly. In a situation. And that's what gives us peace. We're not saying we can control everyone and everything, and that's not our task. We're not taking that on. We're not saying instead of making an excuse, control everything and make it go your way. We're saying you can control, but you do have a say in, find a way to make that contribution. And if it's in talking to someone else and renegotiating a deadline, if it's in reorganizing your schedule uh, one day and doing it differently the next day, you can make those choices. And that's power. It can be annoying. Yes, it's work. It's hard. Can't take that away. The difference is, is we're involved, we have some control, and we're making it work for us, even if not perfect. I think sometimes we, when we concentrate and spend so much of our energy there is no creative process because we're kind of stuck in this bog of excuses and negativity and, you know, this out of mm-hmm. controlness that we don't come up with alternatives that could be better. And in being intentional, I think things could result in getting better. Exactly. Here's kind of the dynamic going on there that I think there's some room for change is instead of going toward the kind of judgmental language like work is bad, system sucks, or no one cares. Drawing those conclusions out of all those the bad and difficult things that happen, instead of going there, just talking about the topic itself, taking the evaluative language out, talk about the difficult, complex thing that's not going well, the process takes seven layers of approval, and to get seven layers of approval takes a lot of time, and we don't have time, so we're not making it easy, we're not making it bad, we're just saying that's a difficult issue, then you can see what you can do in that. And you have some options. That's back to the purpose of our series, where you can find some peace. So you can go back the next day and engage with the next difficult thing, because all those horrible conclusions don't need to be drawn out of the difficult things. just need to work through with yourself and others some alternatives. Well, it strikes me, we we do this in so many areas of our lives, because we're not you know, we don't have perfect relationships with our spouses or our kids or our friends or our parents, but you kind of make peace with a lot of things. Yet with work, we seem to have this kind of wall. And I think it's because we often feel that if we're in a situation where we make excuses that we're, we protect ourselves, mm. but really it's not really protection. What it is, is ultimately these things can backfire. If I don't tell my boss or if I don't deal with the fact that, you know, I don't have something necessary to do my work in the end, I didn't do the work that I was supposed to do. And that's what I'm being evaluated on, regardless of what X and X, what excuses I make for why it didn't happen. Ultimately, I'm responsible, accountable for something else. And the fact that I didn't, you know, maybe address an issue or try to, you know, even speak about it or have a conversation or, you know, 
do something about it will affect me and only me. And only you. Exactly. You know, I think what we do to ourselves is we set, instead of perfect being an ideal that inspires us to do better and achieve more, perfect kind of hovers over us as a judge. So we're always falling short and we're never as happy as we feel we should be. And people are never as nice as they should be. And employers are never as rewarding as your effort deserves. And it's just, it's just judge up against everything, fall short, and, that, and then everything's bad. And, you know, that's not the, the purpose of ideals. So what we're suggesting is, is take it out of that role and get down to reality. And reality's messy, reality's complicated, work is hard, people are imperfect. And it's in those things, it's they're the topics that we have some alternatives. And that those alternatives, when they turn into our own choices, very powerful place to be and really makes engaging worth it. Well, next week we'll be talking about resentment, which I think is a very big topic for... It'll be hard to keep the bitterness out of our voices. Yes, it will. <laughs> because there are some resentments that we deal with and we need to make peace with. So join us next week. Make sure and drop by the website at boldenterprises.com with any questions or comments. This podcast is a Bold Enterprises production.